0: Which is like a really bad recession. You and see that being yeah. More yeah. Of like a real thing. Now? Usually with recessions, it starts def- it, inflation goes down because yes. people are spending less. Mm-hmm. But in, in this case, I don't, inflation hasn't gone down. I feel like recessions start and GDPs start to
1: Hey guys, welcome to Generation Age! <laughs> Uh, today's episode, we're going to be covering uh, some articles that we found. We're going to link them in the, in, the, uh, in the bio underneath, but if you don't know and you're not part of the team, make sure you subscribe and hit that like button yeah, for baby. YouTube Algorithm. YouTube Algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so today we're going to do something slightly different than what we usually do. Um, we have a couple articles pulled up. We're going to read through them and start talking through the bullet points. Because a lot has changed not just since the beginning of the year but over the last like 24 hours 48 hours today is june 16th and we just received a three-quarter of a percent rate hike from the fed so what's that doing how's that affecting us if you haven't watched any of our previous videos you'll see how much of a difference that makes but we're going to recover that or cover that again in some of these articles that we read and then we're just going to kind of have like an open uh, conversation about it and what our thoughts are so this first article is uh from forbes it's mortgage mortgages surge past six percent and hits their highest level since 2008 and the housing market could could torpedo the u.s economy experts warn and this article was on june 15th so the first the top line before we get into the key points is mortgage rates have surged higher this week as markets digest more aggressive interest rate hikes from the federal reserve and with the average 30-year fixed mortgage rates hitting this highest level since 2008 Experts warned that the warning signs of the housing market could spell trouble for the border economy, or for the broader economy. So, uh, we can get into bullet points,
2: or if you guys have any thoughts already. <clears throat> well, I can tell you that a lot of new investors have called me, and they're, they're nervous, and they're scared. So, I'm glad we're covering this, because this is just going to go through what to do when you're scared in a crazy up-and-down economy they're scared
0: scared in what way scared to buy
2: they're scared of everything I mean they're scared that so I got a couple investors that I'm helping them flip their house and they're like dude we need to get this thing done in two weeks because who knows when the next Fed is going to raise it and who knows what our buyers are going to look like and I do think you need to think about it because the buyers for that $400,000 house today is not going to be the same as it was two days ago essentially yeah yeah I I, I think I think that that
1: Comes from a place of like not having enough information and not being like, like not knowing how to resolve the problem because yeah, I mean, just I think it was today or yesterday, I put a funny TikTok up of like every problem has a solution, right? Yes. So, like, this is a problem, we have no control over it, but this is the industry that we work out of uh, real estate. So, what are we gonna do in order to combat that? Yeah, right? So, like, if you're a new time investor. First time you're doing a flip, second time you're doing a flip. First time you're doing a burr, second time you're doing a burr. Yeah, you you haven't quite found your footing yet. So like when when something crazy comes around like this, who knows? It is your house even going to appraise yeah. anymore for what you thought it was going to? or the buyer pool is the buyer, buyer pool going to be there like it was before? Is Past it shrinking? So like. There's a lot of new things that you have to consider. What's your new plan of attack in order to make sure you still sell this house? Yeah,
0: because yeah, you might not even cash flow anymore if you're planning on refinancing it. No kidding. If the, especially if the rates go from, with the investor Five rates and are a half probably to six and a half. Yeah, the investor rates are probably between seven and eight right now. Who knows? if? Oh, I, I mean, if the average 30 a year is 6.2. Well, six point two. It's 6.2. I'm yeah. investors are probably getting between seven and eight right now. Yep. Obviously, that's baking in um, the next future fr- Fed rate hikes. Mm-hmm. Now, if inflation comes in again high next year or higher than expectation, or not next year, next month, yeah, higher than expectations, uh, they're going to raise them even jack them up all of a sudden, right, like that even again. More. Yeah. Yep. And then banks are going to compensate for that. Now, if inflation stays on their guide, what they think it is around like eight percent, or decline from the eight percent. Interest rates probably won't change much. I was going to say, it might stay the same yeah. or trickle yeah. or, yeah.
1: Because they've already baked in. It
2: may even go down point 0.1 or point 0.2. Yeah. Just to keep us interested and keep us yeah. coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: And, that, and that's going to be a really interesting time to see because obviously there's a lot of loan products out there, right? Yes. So now that the buyer pool is shrinking, the lenders that go after yeah. investors and the lenders that go after just regular traditional home buyers is going to become a lot more aggressive. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. their margins are going to be tighter, too, because they're going to be giving people yeah. better deals. They're going to try they're to, going to want to get more business, even if yeah. they're only making, oh, yeah. like, 2000 so bucks off someone.
2: That's the yeah. thing. It's not only scaring us, but I guarantee you it's scaring a lot of lenders yeah. out there because they don't yeah. have any control over this. And not only is it – and it's probably hurting them on a different level because at least we can all make up for it and flip the house or something like that. Yeah. They have no control. They have one exit. They, they have, have one, one they exit, have exit and that's it. If you don't buy, they don't make money. They don't mm-hmm. loan loans. Yeah, I, like, mean, I mean, my mortgage broker, he called me, he's worried. Because his refis completely stopped. His new home buys have gone down about 40, 50%. Yeah. And they I think they
0: are at a 22-year low, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Something, something crazy like that. Yeah. Obviously, everyone got their refis out in the last two years, so it yeah. kind of makes sense why refis are Oh, yeah. Way Anybody low. that
2: could refi... I hope you did because yeah, you, you yeah.
0: missed out if you didn't. But then that means there's some layoffs going to be coming in that industry. I have a friend that Correct. works for a title company, and they just had a meeting today saying we're not getting as much business and just preparing them for layoffs if they don't keep getting business. Yeah. No kidding. So, so even the title companies are – so it's just trickling right yeah, down Yeah, it's trickling right and now. It affects yeah. so many different industries. Real estate yeah. agents are probably – having a hard time too. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, insurance agents. I mean, yeah, you, it's just going to trickle down from there. Once the insurance agents drop out, then it's, yeah I mean, title companies, the whole chain is coming yeah.
1: down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that one real estate transaction feeds... <clears throat> 15 people.
2: Oh, yeah. Because I used to be yeah. in b group, and that's how it worked, dude. The mortgage bro- or the realtor would get a client, pass to the mortgage broker, to the insurance person, to the title company, and then to me as yeah. a security guy when I was doing security systems. Yeah. I just trickle right down the line. And
0: then
1: inspectors, appraisers, Yeah, they're not getting enough business, they're going to f- yeah. have to get yeah. laid off, too, and stuff like that. So. And, and we by no means are saying don't buy because rates are up. It just... Be more conscious about what you're buying. Right? Oh yeah, because yeah. I think I, agree. I think we're all still buying. I think you might be the only one that's not like. I'm still buying, just about a little close. more conservative. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like in escrow, gonna close in gonna the coming weeks, through, or, yeah. or yeah. just closed a couple weeks, you, but you're still obviously looking for opportunities, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, still be out there looking to buy, but just make sure that you're protecting yourself. You're hedging against the possible another three-quarter of a percent increase or whatever that could come, right? And
2: with these rate changes and all that, we've all changed our strategies. Because yeah. you've had you have three houses that you're working on, and instead you would have normally kept one or two of them, yeah. now you're going to sell them.
1: Yeah, I think I would have definitely kept two of the yeah. three. And now... I'll, I'll, I'm strongly considering on selling all three, maybe keeping one depending on how the other two perform. So, so just opening myself to more options.
2: And then I'm on the opposite side of that because normally I would sell, but now my buyer pool has diminished, so now I'm just going to keep instead because and take the cash flow instead. Yeah,
0: yeah. And your your strategy might change depending on if the market goes down. You might want to keep
1: all three years. Yeah,
2: it could. In two months, when you're done, you could decide to keep.
1: Yeah. And for me, the reason I'm, I'm looking to do that is just. I just want to liquidate the at least the three that I have now and that I'm working on just so I can be a little bit more cash heavy yeah. for the coming months, yeah. right? So, like, everybody has a different risk tolerance. Everybody bought at a different point. Yeah. So, different price points that they're buying, different neighborhoods that they're buying out of. So, like, all of that's going to affect whether you keep buying or whatever, yeah. right? So, um, one of the key uh, key points that they made, so they listed a, a list of uh, bullet points, one of them is the average interest rate on the popular 30-year fixed mortgage home loan now sits at 6.2%, its highest level since two thousand eight financial crisis, and up from around 5.5% a week ago. That's crazy. That's right. Horrible. Because you dissect it, you look at a few videos back, we discuss how 1% yes. decreases your buying power by about 10%. Yeah. Right? So... In one fell swoop, one transaction, one announcement, you lost 10%.
2: Yeah. And it just goes back to think. Remember all of those people that talked that they were going to ride this wave out last year? Now they're getting stuck with this. I feel sorry for the people that waited because you had crazy good interest rates and you could have got a $500,000 house. Now you're sitting at 6.2%. You only qualify for a $350,000 house. Yeah, that's true. At the same mortgage rate. People don't understand that. They thought that the housing market was going so high. I'm not paying them crazy prices. But look at your crazy good interest rate made up for those crazy good prices. And now it's the opposite. Because those houses didn't go down in the last week. But (laughs)
0: but that's the thing. They could go down in the next few months to compensate for that difference. You
2: think it'll make up for it? It can't drop by so much to make up for a one percent interest rate. I mean, if people can't afford it
0: because it's just all people yeah. are losing or not getting paid as much or staying on par with their with their yeah. jobs or layoffs in general.
2: Do you think it, they're going to yeah. over leverage themselves and try
0: to afford it anyways? Oh, uh, well, they can only get a, they can only get approved if the bank. Yeah, I mean, they're,
2: they're, they're going to the max out changes. their approval though now because now we, we I mean, people, people are, do that anyways. So. so people do do that anyways. And, and the but, bank
1: the and the bank is going to make adjustments, right? So yes. like your rate increased. Sorry, it didn't get locked in. I think that I think that most banks are probably trying to avoid that if they can just yep. because they're going to be caught holding the bag. But if they don't lock in the rates and you're just a traditional home buyer, they're just going to come back to you and be like, "Sorry, uh you can no longer afford this house because you were trying yep. to get up to your 35-40% max. Uh, max, right?" Yeah. Which is usually well, you were riding it so close that you can't buy this house anymore. We're not going to close. Yeah. When you say max out approval, do you mean just like
0: the lowest down payment you could possibly do? Or no, no, no. no max
2: mean? out approval. Because you know how they give you a range. Like, you want to stay in the three hundred and fifty range, but technically you're approved for 420000 uh, A lot of people are going to say, oh, yeah. oh, well, I wanted to stick at three fifty. Got it. Now we poor. might have to go to four hundred twenty and yeah. be house poor because... Yeah that's the house that they really need because a lot of these families the reason they're getting that $450,000 house is because they need the square footage they have three or four kids at home and now people are working from home so they need that extra office space which requires a bigger house yeah Yeah. I think
1: we're going to go back to and this is just a hunch I think we're going to go back to smaller homes and people just appreciating what they have so we're just going to have less things they're yeah. not going to be as flashy. Their houses might not be as big because things are going to get so expensive. Yeah, And people are just going to appreciate family and the little things that they have. Yeah. But someone to has to get those bigger homes, right? Someone has to live in those. Sure, houses. but someone everything is going to gonna come down. Yeah. I think I think all home prices, everything is going to come down. Do so you think home prices down. are going to totally Yeah, I think, I think it's going to need to. I mean, so with, inf- with inflation, though, it's not really going to feel like it yeah. because everything is going to be more expensive, right? Yeah. So, like, you, you're probably still going to be able to buy a $450,000 house, but everything else gas is gonna be Yeah. don't take this politically or anything but like gas could be eight dollars in three years yep. you know what I mean and that's know. just gonna suck so like are you gonna do road trips all the time or are you gonna go out and just kinda like no. drive around and circle you're gonna deck out
2: your house so you can stay there more and you're I mean, just gonna or buy yours. Tesla oh, just like the other article <laughs> <laughs> the other article we read, they're giving twenty-year loans for pools. <laughs> they want you to stay at home. They're giving yeah. you that second option. Hey, we'll give you a low, uh, loan, which for, is not good for our economy, though. Right,
1: right. for leverage. Global, we're global economy. Yeah. no, we're global. So, like, if you're not out spending, Traveling. their GDP is going down. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Right. So then, like, it's we're in, we're in for it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So the next bullet well, point is: uh, existing home sales and mortgage applications have both taken a hit aimed rising interest rates and looming recession fears as the medium monthly payments on the new 30-year mortgage rates rose more than 50% since last year. Wow. So that what? means that they're this again? 50% like...
2: more for their payment? No kidding.
1: Existing home sales and mortgage applications have both taken a hit aimed rising interest rates and looming recession fears as the medium monthly payments on the wow. new 30-year mortgage rose more than 50 percent since last year so to mm-hmm. your point from earlier yes. the people that were waiting now have to pay 50 percent more in their monthly mortgage payments yes. because of everything because home prices wait. are still the same or slightly lower yeah and your rates are i mean you were getting them at what three, three, and, one, three and a quarter three and a half and now their yeah. average is at 6.2 you're almost at double
2: that's unbelievable.
1: You're almost at double and that's why you're paying 50, your yeah. monthly payments 50% more.
2: So if you would have basically jumped on board with the crazy housing market last year, you'd be paying less money. Probably. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Even though yeah. you paid 50000 over asking price and you thought that was crazy, now you're looking back and you're patting yourself on the back thinking you made a good move. Why? Because back then at, th-
1: at 3%, your, your payment yeah. was towards principal. principal so you were yes. building equity. Now, yep. your high payment is going towards interest, interest and which well. you'll never see. Right? Yeah. So, like, yep. now Dave same.
2: Ramsey is going to be right. You need to start paying he, that extra monthly payment. No, so now he's he,
1: been talking about how now is the best time. I think that's where a lot of people I get it. I saw that clip. Now is the best time. I think it's because he is suggesting that we're going to be at 9%. Like, we're going to, like, the interest oh, okay. rate is going to continue to go up. Yeah. So he's like...
0: No, but he doesn't condone borrowing money at all anyway. So when he says now's the best time to buy a house, he's talking to his audience, which are only so. cash yeah, buyers, you're right. right? You're right, yeah. True. Very true. Yeah,
1: because the majority of his audience yeah. is cash
2: buyers. so yeah, maybe, most people can't. Who can I know. Me? I like, mean, it's what? the stupidest advice <laughs> oh, yeah. ever. But. Let me save a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> that's
1: reality. Yeah. Wow. So that's a big one. That's a heavy one. That's huge. Um, today's housing bubble is the Achilles' heel that could put a torpedo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> today's housing bubble is the Achilles' heel <laughs> that could put that could put a torpedo into the side of the U.S. economy, especially as metrics such as home builders' confidence in traffic of prospective buyers continue to plunge. Predicts James Stacks, president of Invest Tech Research. Da, da, da. So, yeah. what do you guys think? Do you, do you think that the U.S. economy... It's
2: a little bubble now? Is that basically what it's saying? Yeah, so, so like the I
1: housing mean? piece could have such an effect on the U.S. economy. We kind of talked about it, right? Like well, it that's what happened in 2008, right? I mean, I think
2: that's we're 100% going down that road because it has to affect the economy. If your mortgage payment is... Fifty percent higher. Your, you already said your payments fifty percent higher. Your gas prices are higher. Everything's higher. You're not going to travel. You're, you're not going to go gonna out and spend like, money, right? You're not going to. You're not,
1: not going to go out and. Yep. Put money into the economy. You're not going to go out and buy yeah. new shoes. You're not going to. You're not going to do frivol- frivolous spending. Which right? is going
2: to completely derail things because we were on a huge uptick because COVID knocked everything down. No one was spending anything. They couldn't go anywhere say right at a all-time huh. yeah Everything and was then on 2021 the they're like we're free let's spend our money and then now we're trying to dip back down because you can't spend any more money because yeah. i hope you saved a lot of money because now your gas prices are up here your mortgage is up here yeah i mean how do you make up for it yeah so
1: i, I mean it, it just it just reminds me of like those articles that always come out that you know, I, I don't know i'm making these numbers up but like 50% of people only have $1,000 in their savings. Yeah. Well, like, yes. I think of that, and I'm like, okay, so how'd they even, how do you live? How do you even uh, save enough to have $1,000? What Whatever means those were, Yes. those might be gone yeah, right for those people. because of inflation. Well, because they, of inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Those people that were saving two, $3,000 a year, they're probably saving nothing, a, hundred, a couple hundred yeah. bucks a year now because they're eating it up in every other cost. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Seeing that the saving rates are the lowest since, like, the .dot com bubble in two thousand. Wow. savings People have the least amount of savings, or no, now the, the rate, savings rate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. amount
2: yeah. they're saving per. But then two years ago, it was the highest. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, because because no one was spending anything, yeah. so and they encouraged people to spend, so people were spending, and now overspending. No had, yeah. Yeah. Mean, was. So it's an overcorrection. It's been an overcorrection every single time. Every yeah. time. Just yeah. it's there's a pendulum. You just always need to kind of find yourself at seeing the extremes and just kind of always finding yourself in whatever that middle ground
2: is but it goes back to what we've always preached live within your means yeah don't overspend if you can afford it think about it two or three times if you need it because i know me i live in my means i don't i don't care how much i made last year or how much i made the year before i spent the same amount of money the last five years as i did five years before that yeah and i try to keep within that little bubble because the second you go out of it, you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at, y'all are the same way. Y'all lived in the same houses y'all lived in. You didn't jump on board and yeah. pay crazy just because the housing market was crazy, jump to a bigger house. Yeah. Or, yeah. And we all have growing families, but I've kind of stayed hesitant about buying a bigger house just because of all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah.
1: No, it's, it's, I agree. I have to agree with that sentiment that, that the, yeah. that the housing situation could it says today's housing bubble, uh, the housing situation could cause could cause a downward spiral. Yeah, but it's not could, It could be the
0: Achilles' heel. But the housing isn't what's the cause of it. It's the it's really the inflation and in the Fed that are sure. Going to but cause. the Achilles'
1: heel is what I'm taking from that is like it could be the last straw. Oh, uh, okay. Right, like there's it a bunch be. of other factors. Yeah. It's not saying that the housing is the reason, but there's a lot of other factors. But the housing situation. Could be the last straw, the, yeah. the heel that oh, yeah. like ends up that puts purpling, us down. Because right?
0: yeah. you're talking about because like everything's already inflation's way up, stock market's yeah. way down yeah. already, and, and then because like everything that. is
1: so tied to yeah. housing, it, it could it could be the thing that kind of like spins it out of control. Yeah. Um, new data on Wednesday from the National Association of Home Builders show that home builders' confidence declined for the six for six months in a row failing to its lowest level in two years as surging inflation and high mortgage rate prices buyers out of the market.
2: So I agree yep. with that as well. because so, Yeah, I guess that's the same thing we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. The- I mean, you got to think, these houses that the new builders are building right now, they're going for as high as you can possibly go. Like in my neighborhood, they're building these houses starting at 475 My neighborhood was a starting at 300 when I bought five years ago. And now it's gone up a hundred and seventy five thousand for the same exact house,
1: yeah, but a lot of its the material materials costs, and yeah. other labor things, costs, that, material costs, yeah. yeah, have gone up because mm-hmm. they have to go holding gas costs have prices, gone up. Or, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So no. I, I think it's scaring people though.
1: No, yeah. Um Something I was, I was, uh, I kind of brought it up earlier about. I think it was something like sixteen percent, seventeen percent of home buyers that had a new house under contract once it came down. For final selections, for yeah, you know, talking to the bank and just getting everything finalized, opted out. See, that's crazy. Of finalizing the yeah. sale, so those houses are going back on the market. They're going right back on the market, yeah. and I mean that—that that just I mean, kind of tanks everything, right? That's so risky like, for builders. Like, if I was a builder, risky.
2: I would be scared right now. That's
1: very risky. But like, but then I also start to think about uh, what everybody talks about, which is like housing demand, right? Or the like, shortage. The shortage. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a double edged sword. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. So, where are those people going to go? Are they going to rent?
0: No, I'll probably. No. Well, the shortage, I feel like the misconception of demographics of people that, you know, there's so many millennials that need housing or whatever. I mean, yeah, that could be true, but the, if the for, people's affordability go down where they're not making as much money, I mean,. It, it doesn't matter how many people are looking for houses. Everyone's going to pay less for houses. Yeah. So that are the argument that people like to pull up about the demographics and there's a shortage of supply. I mean, if the economy is bad and people are getting laid off, I mean that doesn't matter because people like I don't know, I, am do you, I, you people, know what I
1: mean. Do you think people will be more resourceful and find other means of l- their living situation? Well, like, I'm they saying won't be out in the market to buy. I'm saying if everyone's okay. making like twenty percent less because of
0: inflation, I mean it. It doesn't matter how much supplies out there. The housing is going to drop twenty percent less because people are making twenty percent less. Yeah,
1: no. So I, I I agree with that one. But I'm, I'm talking about just uh, manufacturing, building new homes, yeah. whatever. Oh. Like, all that's going to come down, right? Because if we mm-hmm. if we're at an all time low and we're at a deficit of ten million homes in the U S. for yeah. example, right? Yeah. If if no one's wanting to buy anymore, these new home, or yeah. one out of five, like. Start then the new down, construction starts to slow And they're not going to start building at all. Yeah, because yes, then yeah. they're going to be taking the loss. Right? Right. So yeah. they're hurt us, Which is going to hurt us. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I just look at it. Well, it'll the, it'll anything, increase
0: housing a little. That will help increase housing or increase the price of housing. Because yeah, of so it will balance
1: it out. Yeah, because there'll be less yeah. supply. Yeah. you think builders right. are
2: going to flip the bill? Because hmm? these builders aren't making but so much money on these new builds. And if people are backing out and they have to sell the house for less... Who's eating that? They gotta have
0: like a 20% profit margin of they're building it for 160, you would think they're making
2: 200 or collecting 200, don't you think? So I talked to a lot of builders and they're in the 80, 60 to 80 to 100 range. Profit per house.
0: Okay, then What do you mean? What do you mean? One hundred percent profit? No, no, no. One hundred thousand dollars. Oh. So now the
2: house sells for twenty thousand less. Now these builders are making eighty grand. They might not want to keep doing that because it's a lot of time and a lot of risk to only make sixty or eighty grand on a new build house. Especially if they see a downward trajectory, they're
0: not going to want to get it because you're
2: borrowing four hundred grand to to build this house. Yeah. And now hoping it sells for five hundred thousand or it did sell for 500 but then they backed out at the last second
1: they're just gonna start stop building
2: they're gonna stop building again and then they stopped building for five years and we were thousands and thousands and millions yeah Yeah. millions of houses short now this happens again we're gonna be even more Mm -hmm. behind yeah and then where does it where does it pick back up yeah, I think interest rates have to go down for it. That's when, pick pick back back up. Up. that's when it'll exactly yeah. pick back up. That's when exactly it'll pick back up. That's when the whole economy's probably gonna get. picked But then the up. downside is they do that for two or three years, and then we do the same cycle all over again. Mm. It's just a monopoly, and they just keep going around, and they'll drop it, and then it comes back. Yeah, and then it goes back yeah. down
1: again. It's a pendulum.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's a it's pendulum. Yep. It, the extremes. They're definitely extreme. Yeah. So you just have to find yourself in the middle somewhere.
2: So um, if you were a new builder right now, what would you be thinking? Because there's a lot of new builders out there right now that they've only seen the good over the last three years. What what do you think? The last 10 years, really, actually. Yeah, even longer.
0: Uh, I'm sure they're probably thinking the same thing as everyone else's dig Is they're not seeing as much demand for their houses, people backing
2: out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw it. uh, one of our friends recently, they put them brand new new builds on the market, and it took, what, 14 days to sell? Uh, Kaylin and them? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Longer. 14 the days contract.
1: isn't bad That's not bad though Is it? No I think it was A little bit longer Than that what Was it longer than 14? Yeah. yeah But I mean But they ended up They sat on the market And They sat on the market And I think One of them They ended up uh, Keeping No 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 no. no they, they sold oh. both of them Yeah And I, I guess As much as I could disclose They did good Okay. Even well, though it good. sat for that long, yeah, it wasn't like
2: you know it had to have scared him a little bit though.
1: I think yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think because we're also used to it. Forty-eight selling hours. Selling in, three so or 4 they're days. probably not building right now because of it. No, I don't think that they had anything else lined up as new construction. Yeah, but I don't because of the conversations that we've had since then, since going under contract. I don't see them having like So they're getting a little scared. To oh, no, no, oh. They, they oh, probably they wouldn't, wouldn't okay. they probably wouldn't mind building going again. Yeah. Okay. They probably wouldn't mind. Uh, which is refreshing get... but I don't Barry know for me go. it was just kind of like I don't know. Yeah. That was tricky. That was tricky. I would I would have been Having heart problems. I would have had a heart
2: Oh, pump. I would have been anxiety, <laughs> everything. I mean, I would have been scared to death. Yeah.
0: What yeah. if it wasn't, if it was on the market that long you're talking about? If it was on the yeah, market yeah. that
1: long and then they got.
0: Well, I feel like 14. Oh, under, mar- under ass. Uh, probably oh, only like, one offer too, I bet. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah.
2: Know. But I would have been nervous going into it because I know me, I'm not that. I mean, I'm a relatively new investor and it, it would scare me out of building a new house
1: yeah too much um, risk Uh. Let's see. see uh, so a couple more points uh, it's, yeah alright so uh, traffic of prospective buyers while also hitting a, uh, its lowest level since June 2020 with new buyers
2: hard hit by declines yeah
1: by declines of housing affordability yeah uh, which is basically what we've touched yes, on anyways yeah. I mean that's all like, these points are very like related yeah, to each really other uh, and then also a new yeah so home purchase home purchase applications are down 15% from last year yeah. as record low housing stock rising prices and the run ups in interest rates impact demand Got so it. yeah I mean it, it is getting hit in all ways right mm-hmm.
2: that goes back to it's, us talking to our mortgage brokers and they're feeling it yeah, I mean they're not coming in like they used to.
1: Yeah, like inventory. We were talking about it the other day. Inventory is starting to go up a little bit. Prices are starting to come down a little bit. They're still up yeah. there, but they're starting to come down a little bit for some houses. And now, mind you, uh, the the decrease in those prices could be for various reasons, right? Like I agree, something maybe. that, like at a used cars, at a used car dealership, if there was no if there were no cars available for sale and you needed to buy it. A Toyota then Check. yeah you're I mean you don't care if the yeah. the four tires are all mismatching you're just gonna buy that Toyota right yeah. and now that you have more inventory just like now we have more houses for sale I think that the ones that are going to sell faster are the ones that have the matching tires if, you, if you're following my analogy yeah. right yeah. like people are more or more picky now you're a more car. picky yeah. and you can be because there's you should more be. options yeah. yeah yeah so so with that so inventory pricing and then a the run-up in interest I mean all of us right money starts getting tight we're a little bit more particular about how we're gonna spend our money right oh, yeah like, where do we go out to eat oh, I don't know I don't yeah. have a, I don't have a specific place you know what let's just stay home yeah. opposed to if you had money you're just like, ah, let's go to yeah. Fully. Oh yeah. Who cares?
0: Let's, <laughs> Let's go, go to roof, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's called like the wealth effect. If you feel wealthy, your stocks are going up, houses go up, you tend to go out more, spend go more. Out more spend, but if yeah. everything starts to fall and people are more pessimistic, everyone pulls yeah, back while they're back. spending, which in turn can cause a
1: self-inflicted recession. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So a couple other points that are on this article, and I'll read them quickly. Um, uh, it's called critical quote. So we've already seen mortgage applications falling in double digits year over year and existing home sales are likely to follow suit over the next several months according to Ruben Gonzalez from Keller Williams he is a chief economist. Uh, mortgage rates going forward will continue to be responsive but it will be uh, responsive to changes in expectations from the Fed's policy path as well as the inflation expectations he predicts. Yeah, cool. And key background information and why this article even exists and why it was written up is, with the Fed Reserve scrambling to aggressively raise interest rates in the bid to combat inflation, implementing another 75 basis points. And by 75 basis points, it's 0.75%. Yeah. So it gets a little tricky. It's just like one point, right, is 1%. It's 100 basis points. Yeah, it's 100 basis points. So for those that aren't that familiar... So 75 basis, so I'll start from the beginning. With the Federal Reserve scrambling to aggressively raise interest rates in a bid to combat inflation, implementing another 75 basis points increased on Wednesday, so yesterday, for us, the 15th of June, uh, home buying has become notably more expensive. Quote, the current market housing market will be cooling off, and some housing prices declines are likely. End quote. says Moody, the chief economist for Marcus Anti. So all of that's just coming at the heels of inflation is high. They're trying to cool things down. They're trying to figure it out. In my opinion, I think that there's a lot of correction that's happening, just like they were trying to correct during uh, during Corona and the recession that we were going through there. Now they're trying to go in the other direction. So just like they did in overcorrection – to the point we are now, yep. just be very weary that there could be an overcorrection in the other direction, which, without being pessimistic, it could be an opportunity. Yep. When they realize they've overcorrected and they try to shift it back, I think yeah. that when that happens, time to buy. Time to time buy. Time to buy yeah. Right. So be a horse in the stable, ready to rock and roll, yeah. and ready to race out there. But uh, as of now. Just be weary. Now,
2: be careful of an approach. Deals. No, absolutely. Don't let good yeah. deals yeah, go. I mean, I mean, I'm buying good deals. I'm just not taking that chance to buy the deals that I wasn't so sure about. I'm passing up on houses to where before I was buying everything.
1: Yeah. 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 Any final thoughts on, on that article? Uh, no, but I do think on
0: that article, I'm not really. Or anything. I do yeah. think um, we might hit this next recession might be stagflation where inflation's increasing and unemployment's increasing at the same time, which is really bad, which is like a really bad recession. And you see that being yeah, yeah. Like real thing because usually with recessions, it starts, def- uh, inflation goes down because yes. people are spending less, mm-hmm. but in, in this case, I don't, inflation hasn't gone down. I feel like recessions start and GDP's starting to contract and I think we got like negative 1.4% in the first quarter and if that's two consecutive um, oh, that's G- yeah, months of gdp decline then we're technically in a recession. Yep. And so I think that think the numbers come out in July July 11th or something of then gdp for q2 and if that's negative then we're officially in a recession according to the standard while inflation is still rampant. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a stag. First. And I think that that's happening internationally too, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think, right. it's I not just the us. We're, go, we're going through. We're it actually better position. than
0: probably most countries w- with that. I think I agree. Other, other countries are inflating way higher than us. Yeah.
2: Now, in y'all's opinion, how do you think that they could do a better job at? I don't know, decreasing inflation. How can the Fed do a better job? Yeah, like, do you think raising the basis points is going to make a better difference, or I feel like it's going to hurt it a little bit? What with inflation? I don't think it's necessarily going to hurt inflation, but it's going to hurt everybody just to get a number down instead of actually stimulating the economy.
0: Well, there's one Fed chairman that his his name was Paul Volcker. Volcker, and this was like in the 1970s when inflation was like 12, 13 percent. Yeah, he just went ahead and pushed the Fed's funds rate up to like. 20% 20% like he, it made the jump yeah it made like, a jump uh, like like from like just to combat the infl- 12%, percent. Like, screw you screw, like screw the economy we need to fix so not as slow yeah not slow and, and it you know created a huge contraction in the economy but yeah. it did fix inflation and I'm not saying that uh, Jerome Powell, he he doesn't think he's going to do that at all yeah. based on his statements. I mean, people don't, he's not just going to come out of nowhere and be like, all right, 5% interest 5%. rate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would Did stop that,
2: everybody in their Could drive. you imagine? Yeah, we woke up crazy. the next day and we're like, 10 we points. We can't keep none of these and we can't sell them. <laughs> like, what would we do? We got three projects we're working on. Uh, no, I think pr- uh, private money and
1: hard money would understand. Agree. And, and they would have to renegotiate and yeah. figure, and then, hey, if I get this money, where am I even going to put it? Well, right, at that so point, like, yeah, they would have to just keep the loans. Well, at that point, savings rates are going to be paying like eight percent. I was going
2: to say in that yeah. in that instance, I think it'd be better to go with the hard money lender than a long-term lender at that point, because these hard money lenders would be like, absolutely, I'll give it to you at 10%. No, but they'd be made <laughs> up their rates probably 20, 25. Probably so. Yeah, yeah. but the ones that are currently sitting down, yeah, they right, would just right, have to right. renegotiate. Oh, have I to think just...
1: it would have to turn into some sort of long-term, or yep. there'd be a gap, right? There'd be an opportunity. Somebody with a bunch of money yes. who's just sitting on it would be like, I'm starting a new mortgage company, and we're lending for all these investors who yes. You know, because yeah. people that are gonna get caught say say that did happen.
2: Yep.
1: Sure, we would get caught, but there's a lot of other people who do really good work or really good at what they do. They would also get caught. I don't yeah. think that. I don't think that yeah. wiping them out would do any no. good for anybody. I think that that's just an opportunity for somebody who can lend. Yeah. Who can pull together hundred million dollars or whatever and start lending out. I I that's when we tap
2: into our network because you know how many people have 401ks that are just sitting on bonds and stuff like that because they're up in age 60 mm. years old and they don't want to take a risk right now that's when those guys might enter in and be like hey i got 600 thousand in my 401k oh my <laughs> would, would they
1: would they really pull out at that point would they pull out because i don't know their 401 ks shot right yeah, no, they oh, definitely shouldn't
2: but they might get
0: scared right I mean I know people that pulled out their stocks <laughs> at the bottom of COVID I mean it's all a mentality thing yeah. they could but to answer your question, the Fed, and I feel like the only thing they could do to combat inflation is raise interest rates. But the government, I mean, they could do stuff like drill more to lower gas because gas is a huge, you know, it's probably the biggest thing that causes inflation because oh, yeah. everything gets shipped back and forth and people use, everyone uses gas. So yeah. Yeah. to really combat it, I mean, I think the government's going to have to step in and find a way to lower the price of gas. So I agree. Yeah, because yeah. if,
2: if it got lowered, I think it would help. Yeah, a lot of material costs, shipping costs, the whole nine yards. Everything would go down just a little yeah. bit because yeah. gas prices were down.
1: Now, one thing that um, that is a little frustrating, and maybe I'm just not in tune with the news as much, is I feel like we're not getting anything from the White House. I'm not going to say the president. But I I don't think we're getting much from the White House to ease people's, like, hey guys, we're working on this, we're having conversations, the world is doing this, we're going to get ahead of it, let's come together. If there's ever going to be a thing that we're going to come together on is this, let's come back. But, like, we're not having these conversations. Like, we're not taking the opportunity. They don't care. To, like, bring it together. Yeah. you know,
2: They're just not saying anything. So I feel I, like that I think they're just a scared product, probably like what the hell's going on? <laughs> that's yeah, leadership. yeah, like, no. that's, that's, that's a that's lack really of true. leadership, yeah. right? Yeah, and no, again, it's
0: not from sure.
1: the president, but like from the, the White whole. House, yeah. yeah, the government as a whole, right? Yeah. Like leadership, and that's probably because they're so, like, they're so separated, right? Oh, yeah. like, such bipartisan. But well right now the out. Democrats own all three of the
0: House so it's not like they could they could easily pass, they pass a bill like, or do something but yeah. Yeah. I mean they own the House the Senate and the presidency right now I guess so. they can't print money so that's probably uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they realize <laughs> shit we can't get out with printing money
2: <laughs> <laughs> we did that for two years <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: well um, yeah, so sorry if, to go on a tangent yeah sorry <laughs> so that's that there's a torpedo going to hit
2: the U.S. economy. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. <laughs> possibly.
1: All in theory. Um, but, yeah. So, if you guys have any further thoughts or if you guys have any questions, any good articles that you guys read and you guys want to send it our way, I mean, we don't mind. We all are on Instagram. Our Instagram and TikTok stuff is all going to be at the bottom. Send us messages privately or as a group. Put it in the comment section. But, again, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe and like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and share share
0: the podcast. Share, if you learned something, yeah. if you thought it was valuable for any reason, we don't run ads, so, you know, share the podcast. And that way you can get more exposure to everybody and everyone can learn about real estate and the market and stocks and the recession
2: and everything. Yeah. Everybody keep hustling. And with yeah. that, Generation <laughs> Hey. hey!